Welcome back. I'm George Abernathy, the proud president of FreightWaves. Welcome back to our virtual cold chain summit. Some of the information that has been received has been fantastic, and I look forward to the next 20 minutes or so of being able to provide some real world critical information for everybody to digest. I'm joined right now by the Senior Vice President of Operations for a Dedicated Contract Carriage for Penske Logistics, Jeff Jackson. Jeff, thanks for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity, George. Glad to be here. No problem at all. Let me do a little bit of uh, table setting for everybody as we get going. Jeff Jackson is the Senior Vice President of Operations for Penske Logistics, as I mentioned, and he has oversight of the dedicated contract carriage product offering in both the U.S. and Canada, which includes revenue growth, operations, pre-tax earnings, and customer relations. As a member of the senior leadership team, Jackson serves as an executive sponsor for some of Penske's key customers across various product offerings. I want to also set this up by stating that Penske Logistics recently announced that it earned the Cold Carrier Certification, the first certification of its kind focused on excellence in refrigerated transportation through the Global Cold Chain Alliance, GCCA, a trade association for the cold chain industry working to grow the industry and lead the cold chain. So obviously, we're really teed up to have one heck of a conversation about cold chain. So let's kick it off. Let's actually start, uh, Jeff, by setting the table about Penske Logistics. There's a lot of us like me that have been long-standing fans of Roger Penske and Penske from maybe Penske Racing and the Mark Donahue's to the Elio Castroneves to the, to the uh, Rusty Wallace's and the Brad Keselowski's, but that's a very different part of Penske. Why don't you set us up a little bit and tell us a little bit about Penske Logistics overall? Yeah, maybe, George, I'll, I'll give you kind of an overview of the whole organization, just high level. So uh, Penske Corporation, which is a privately held entity out of Detroit, Michigan, uh, Roger Penske, as you mentioned, he's the founder and chairman. Um, they, they've got a, we've got a number of different uh, companies within our family of companies, and they're really segmented into three um, separate areas. So one, you mentioned... Uh, the racing. So we have a motorsports group, which includes Team Penske, the NASCAR, the Indy. We recently, uh, earlier in the year, we purchased the Indy, Indianapolis Speedway, as well as the Indy Car. So Roger Lee's, leads the Indy Car series now. We also have a uh, retail auto group. So uh, we're privately held, with the exception of one entity, which is Penske Auto Group which is a worldwide, very large auto dealer, um, which primarily focuses in uh, high-end vehicles. And they're uh, traded on the public stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, PAG. Um, we also own CarSense, which is a used car uh, dealer franchise, and uh, Penske Truck Group, which is a number of Freightliner truck dealers. And then... Uh, if you move to the Transportation Solutions Group, which is where logistics resides, um, we've, we have uh, really two primary entities, Penske Truck Leasing, uh, which op operates, maintains over 300,000 vehicles, and then Penske Logistics, which is the organization that I um, operate with. And then we have EPS Transport out of Greensboro, North Carolina. We acquired them a couple years ago, and they're... Uh, primarily a regional truckload carrier. They also do a fair amount of dedicated contract carriage. 
Um, so within our logistics business, we, we have really three primary products, the dedicated contract carriage product, which is, which is what I lead. We have a distribution center management product. And, uh, and then we have a freight management product, which is uh, we manage about $4.5 billion worth of freight under management on behalf of uh, many shippers, a number of customers that we deal with. And then we have a freight brokerage group. So that all falls under the logistics umbrella. Uh, the dedicated contract carriage um, scope in cold chain is about 1,600 drivers. We're a little over 5,500 drivers all, all together, 1,600 in the cold chain arena. And then uh, the, the uh, distribution center management, we have about 35 million uh, square feet of warehouse. And they're primarily, with the exception of uh, a small piece of our business, most of it's dedicated warehouses. So it's a box for a specific customer on a long-term contract. So that's kind of the, the high level. Um, we operate, um, yeah, that's about high level there, George. I appreciate Overview. it. I appreciate it, Jeff. That's terrific. And I want to say, and when I have the great pleasure to talk to uh, operating companies that have been working through the pandemic, I want to say thank you to you, your team, those 1,500, uh, I think you said 1,500 drivers uh, that, that, are, that are operating in the cold chain. If, if we didn't have the drivers delivering the goods, uh, we would be certainly in a different circumstance than we are. So thank you to for, for what you guys have done. So let me, let me dive a little bit into what we, I had mentioned earlier about uh, Penske Logistics receiving the cold carrier certification from the GCCA. How did that come about and what does that say about Penske Logistics and what you are doing in a leadership position within the cold chain? So I think you mentioned at the outset, George, it's really the first of its kind. Um, we have a variety of audit schemes and audit strategies across our business, both in warehousing and transportation. Um, and we, we do business with a lot of large shippers in grocery, in um, restaurant chain, uh, significant amount in grocery. We do convenience store. So um, as you can imagine, it inherently it comes with a lot of rigor around compliance. Uh, so our uh, director of food quality brought this to the business, said, hey, this would be great. We do, um, we feel really good about our compliance and our process rigor, but this is really, it offers a, a structured way to really document not only the compliance, but document best practice sharing across the company. So uh, we, we applied for the certification and uh, then each one of our operators who operate a cold chain operation, uh, the lead operator at each location had to take a test. And, you know, I was, I was happy to hear from our food quality team. We really didn't add anything. We were doing all the right things, but just to have a structured approach, um, we think has a lot of benefit. Our customers, you know, gives them that extra uh, added confidence that we're really taking care of sanitation. And, and it gives our teams added confidence because, you know, we're very passionate about people at Penske and we're passionate about safety and food quality. So uh, we're, we're really proud to have the certificate and um, think it's going to reap some benefits, mostly really around for us, best practice sharing because it's just a structured approach. So let's, let's take that one step farther. And as you're talking about the, you know, sanitary and safe 
perishable product transportation. How does technology, how does technology tie all that together? You've done, I think that the auditing that you've described is really, really interesting. How does technology play an important role for you in delivering that kind of uh, sanitary and safe product transportation in the perishable area? Well, I mean, the technology, and there's, and there's a myriad of technologies that we use and apply, uh, you know, it helps streamline the data, adds additional layers of safeguards for us. Um, we utilize on our uh, trailers and straight trucks, we use iBright, which is a monitoring system, which helps with a variety of things to really, really support the sanitization efforts and food safety. And then in our um, warehouses, we have a third party monitoring our refrigeration units and such. So we feel we have, we have a real high confidence level that the technology backs up really the, the, the tactical execution of the team. So you, you described the uh, sort of the um, multi-prongs of uh, Penske Logistics. So, um, and I've got, you know, I've got a background in the world of intermediaries or 3PLs. So in your, in your thoughts, how does working with a 3PL, you know, assist your, you know, and maybe specifically get down there in the weeds a little bit, you know, convenience stores, grocers, wholesalers, distributors, the quick serve restaurants. How does working with a 3PL or an intermediary serve that particular customer group so well? So a, a variety of different reasons, and some we spoke to technology, of course. Um, you know, in general, we bring technology, scale, and expertise to the supply chain, and, and the shippers can focus on what their expertise is. When you look at a convenience store, their really whole world revolves around the customer, the shopper, and they rely on 3PLs to get in there. And, and, and the other thing they focus on is floor space. So how can we be creative to be just in time to limit the storage, limit the freezers or slacking in the store to open up the floor space for their team, their customers? Um, a few other things uh, when you look at technology. At Penske, we, our technology strategy is we have a foundational platforms that we operate from, and then we build extension apps around them. So in our transportation business, we, our dispatch platform is Oracle, uh, Oracle Fleet Manager, and then we build customized apps around, uh, around the technology. So uh, one quick, just always a, a nice story I like to say, a, a grocer that we deliver milk for, if you ever remember in college, these milk crates were everywhere, right? And uh, I was at the plant when we started the operation up, and the plant manager said, what, what keeps you up at night? He said, well, tonight it's, I'm out of crate, I'm gonna be out of crates because they don't come back from the store. So simple as that, we created an app for the drivers and we started doing crate inventory while we picked up, the, while we delivered the crates at, at the stores. And it turns out most of, the, most of the milk cartons were in the back of the grocery store in the parking lot half the time. <laughs> so something as simple as that, uh, just to customize the technology really um, helps quite a bit. The That's other thing, really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a neat story I like to share. Um, and ironically, we were at a startup, and, and our lead project manager was in a Hampton Inn with one of those milk crates, using it for a file <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> so, um, I told him to get it over to the plant manager because he was running low. Um, so the other thing, and, and no surprise, the driver shortage is keeps everyone up at night. And uh, 
So shippers are increasingly coming to 3PLs for that scale and the expertise. And a couple of things we did just as recently as over the past year that really have transformed our approach is we centralized our driver hiring. So where we used to have recruiters, we really, they're really more like sales associates now. We use a CRM platform, and when applicants come in, we treat them like a lead. And we've improved the onboarding process. We get tremendous uh, surveys from new drivers in terms of they knew what they were getting into or not. They understood the job. It was a smooth communication. Um, the Previously, we'd have an operator on a dock trying to call a driver back to hire the person. Now we have somebody dedicated. That's all they do. We have a whole team. And it's centralized. It's efficient. We've improved our cycle time to hire by 40%, which is incredible. Um, during all of this, we've reduced our uh, need for temp labor, and we've improved our turnover over the past year. So the driver shortage still keeps me up at night. There's a lot lot to do. We've, it's the most important thing we look at in transportation. But we bring that scale um, to a shipper. And one other thing I'd like to mention that I think is, is really, I think, innovative is we have an in-house data science team. And over the past year, we've been piloting uh, a project that we're just we're rolling out in Q1 where we take predictive analytics. We've built a predictive analytics model to predict when a driver will leave. So we can notify the operator, hey, this group of drivers are at the highest risk of leaving, and we can intervene. And it, it looks at various data points like, you know, do they make too much or too little? Are they working staggered shifts? Are they working too much? And it, the science works it out, and we're at an 85% hit factor on this predictive analytics model. We think that's going to really transform our retention as well. That is really cool. You, 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 you've identified that retention element and, um, and being able to onboard the drivers like that and be able to um, you know, perceive what their issues are. That's just fantastic to, to try to address the, what keeps you up at night for, for the, driver, the driver turnover. That's, that's terrific. So let me actually add a little dose of the most recent reality around the pandemic. Um, what have you seen in cold chain demand um, that has been a res you know res result of what's been going on over the last six, seven, eight months, you know, inside the pandemic? Yeah, it's been it's still surging. Um, you know, uh, ironically, we do a lot in automotive as well. We have about fifteen hundred drivers in automotive, and we've got about thirteen hundred drivers in healthcare. And the automotive shut down for you know six weeks, pretty much all the OEMs, but the healthcare and the cold chain just surged, and uh, so we've had we've we've had to respond to that, and then shippers really had replenishment challenges, and they still have replenishment challenges um, on the top end of the supply chain, really getting replenishments timely, accurate, um, so that's caused a lot of volatility, in in really how they go to market and how they deliver. And we've had to be nimble and we've been really successful. We have great customers. They work with us. Um, they work with us to modify our delivery SOPs for COVID protocols to keep the drivers and, and their customers and their employees safe. So it's been really, I, we use the word gratifying. It's been a gratifying year. Been very busy for the cold chain um, because, you know, a lot of people are eating home because of the, because of, 
the various COVID impacts. So the grocery stores are, are just very busy. So um, through the lens of the, you know, this year that would have been so difficult, uh, I don't know if it was a black swan or a white swan year, I'll let others debate that, but very challenging year, but I love that. I love the phraseology of, of calling it gratifying. What do you see, if you have your crystal ball out there a little bit, Jeff, what, what do you see for you know, 2021 and beyond? Have we, have we pulled demand into 2020 and expect it to stay similar from the trending standpoint? What, do you, what are you seeing as far as uh, the forecasting for 21 and beyond? I mean, we feel, uh, we feel good about 21. I mean, if the, uh, if the COVID impacts subside, we'll see the restaurants pick up and the groceries tail off, right? Um, that's a natural evolution. And then in terms of what we see in the future is, for one thing, is more visibility across the supply chain, across multiple partners to where, you know, farm to table uh, is the utopia, right? right? That, that everyone would love to get to. Whether that's blockchain, not sure the ROI is going to be there for that, or it's some other uh, technology or combination of, we see an increasing demand for more visibility, more transparency across the supply chain. And then when, if, if I sit with my food safety team, they would tell me they don't see uh, really the rules changing much, but we expect more rigor around compliance. So... Um, this, this cold chain uh, certification, we're really proud of. We're we glad we have it. We think we're ahead of the game with it. And we'll be on the lookout for anything else that'll help um, make our compliance even that much more robust because it's gonna get, uh, it's gonna get uh, build steam more and more, I think, as the years come. Um, I'm gonna turn a little bit here as we uh, come towards the end um, and um, in the conversations that I've been lucky enough to have with industry leaders like yourself, um, and you know the the story you described around the milk producer, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to maybe tell a little story and, and but you know give the folks who are listening not only the description around what Penske has meant to you and now your your role at Penske Logistics, but you're a 25 year veteran at Penske. That's that's. That's really remarkable and impressive. So many folks have, you know, been multiple places. What, what about Penske and Penske Logistics now is, is your favorite part of your job and what gets you fired up going to work every day? Well, thanks, Joy. I appreciate that. You know, in, when I'm in a senior management meeting, I have the least tenure at times. That's, that's <laughs> uh, remarkable. Have, that is really remarkable. A, we have a tremendous amount of tenure here. Um, I think the, the, uh, we're just relentless at taking care of the customer, and it comes from the top down. And Roger always say, take care of the customer and everything else will come into play. And um, we operate with such integrity. We tell all of our folks, all the way down on the front line, just do the right thing. Do the right thing by the customer. And if you made a bad decision, you'll learn. We'll do it differently next time. And we're fearless that way. And I think that's the best. There's, there's so many things about Penske. And when I interview uh, talent coming in, I usually spend 15, 20 minutes describing it. Because as you can imagine, I'm fairly passionate. I moved seven times for the company so uh, and been here a long time. So it's, uh, it's truly a, a family. And 
we just operate with great integrity and we have great customers, blue chip customers who care about partnerships and uh, we're really fortunate. I appreciate that. I don't think there's a better way for us to, uh, to bring this to a close. Uh, Jeff Jackson, um, SVP, Dedicated Contract Carriage at Penske Logistics. Uh, very, very much thank you for that. Um, to, to end on an integrity kind of moment is really something that's very special for us. So thank you very much for doing this. It's very much appreciated and continued great success and continued uh, support for everything you're doing. Thanks so much. Thank you, George. Much appreciated. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the rest of our virtual cold chain summit. Thank you.